All right, welcome back to the Bad Porno Book Club. I'm Erin. I'm Andrea. And thank you for joining us for week 12. I can't believe we're at week 12. I know. I, uh, we've sped through it. I can't believe we've read 12 chapters of this lunacy. Yes. Yeah. It, and lunacy it is. Um, so, uh, before we get started, I just want to acknowledge that, um, this Sunday is the one year anniversary of having my vagina pinched while out on a Tinder date. It's a big week for you. It is. And I didn't realize it had been a year, um, but with the Lilac Festival coming up in Calgary, it has been one year. And, and I think that in the spirit of this book, uh, I'd like to share the story briefly, if I may. Uh, apologies to all of my friends who have not only heard this story, but lived through the incident with oh, me. Oh, no <laughs> need to apologize. Because when it comes to Tinder nightmares, this is top, top five. Yes. So I had gone on a few dates with this gentleman. I, I, this person, <laughs> really not, not a gentleman, um, and, and very tame dates, um, you know, just chased kisses at the car, wasn't really feeling things. I like that you just used the word chased. Well, it was very chaste because we didn't, it wasn't even a makeout. This was, this was just m- more of a friendship. It was that, early days. Early days moving into a friendship. And, and I think he realized that and that this date had really been more like hanging out. And, and at the end of it, I also had strep throat. And, and I had told him that beforehand. So at the end of the date, middle of the afternoon, he walks me to my car and I give him a, a, like a very far-reaching hug. Again, I'm <laughs> very sick. And he goes in for a kiss. I kind of push him back and, oh, no, 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 I'm very sick, right? Because I'm still, I'm not telling him I just want to be friends because it feels awkward, but I'm also not wanting him to think I'm interested. And he, and he looks at me and he says, I'm just not sure if you like me or not, but you're here, so you must like me a little. And I said, I actually don't know. And he said, you don't know? And it was like this was his signal to flip. And, and started to grope at me fairly aggressively. And I also, when people really embarrass themselves, I have trouble chastising them for it. I want to kind of give them a benefit of the doubt. And, and as he, he started to grab at me and I pushed him away a little, I said, oh, no, no. He, he reached out. I was wearing a dress. He reached out with his hand and pinched my vagina like a lobster claw pinched at it and we'll have to post a video of, of the pinching motion just I mean pinched at it and then while I stood there in shock pinched at my breasts as well hold on I didn't know that part yeah. it was, I thought it was just nope. a vagina pinch and run and, no it was a vagina pinch and then desperate grope at the breasts at two-handed two-handed lobster clawing and then I pushed him away and I ran to my car, but feeling how awkward it was, I then turned to him and I yelled, because he'd started to walk, walk away, thanks for lunch. <laughs> I, oh my God. I just, I don't get, I don't get, given the context of him just asking, you know, I don't know if you like me, and you being like, I don't know. 
was it for the purpose of making you like him or retaliation for... I don't know because the look on his face was like, here's a fun game. Like, he really seemed gleeful that it was happening like I was supposed to enjoy it it was the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me and and if he was gleeful the weirdest timing yes because it's like it's one thing if that happens um if you're goofing around and and it's consensual Uh, but in a moment where you're being rejected you're like oh hold tight let me just grab at your parts and I think actually for me the worst part of all of it was that when I told this story to coworkers, we had a very pregnant coworker at the time who told her husband about it because she was horrified and he started to do that to her. <laughs> so, oh my God. Well, so. Also, can we, like, imagine the situation was reversed. Oh, yeah. And, and you would ask me, you know, I don't know if you really like me that much. And, and then, I was like, I don't know. And you just grabbed him by the balls. Yeah. Yeah. It was a full on vagina pinch. Well, happy anniversary. Thank you. Yes. Come a long yes. way. So I digress. I just wanted to, to share that in the spirit of uh, a touch of gray down there. And it um, gave you a touch of gray down there. Oh my goodness. Yep. It uh, it was our last date. Yeah. Let that be a warning mm-hmm. for anyone. I, I, I've never been on a Tinder date, but um, they can go horribly wrong. Yeah. Don't stick around after that. I just, I. Don't, you don't have to thank them for lunch you know, either. It's even an unsafe situation. It's Smell not like you afternoon. were in a public, wasn't it like in a parking lot? Yeah. On the side of a busy street, like four dates in. And people, people knew where you were. You did yeah. nothing. You did. No, okay. It was not just that weird. anyone does anything wrong. No, when someone but. Does but you did nothing wrong in the context of a safe Tinder date. No, it was, there was, it, it really was, it was bizarre. But I think that leads nicely into chapter 12 and a quick recap of chapters 10 and 11. So, yeah, so chapter and a half because we had, um, we had a horrifying sex, sex act that mm-hmm. bridged chapter 10 to 11. So Annabelle went snooping. She heard Calvin coming home. She left out of the blue room. He came home. He made this big show about, you know, I trust you, Annabelle, which she took to mean I love you, which is just factually incorrect. Mm -hmm. He took trust to mean now I can pee on you. So possibly she is now equating golden showers with love based on this triangle of logic. But yeah, I agree with you. And it's just (laughs) horrific to hear you say it. She then proceeded to lie on the bathroom floor for an mm-hmm. Arizona iced tea fueled golden shower, um, which just doesn't make any sense at all. Because I think if you're gonna do that, the most appropriate place to do that would be the bathtub with the water running and soap. She did have to run the water reach. for him a little bit oh, so that he could vomit, pee on her. Um, then she went against all human instinct mm-hmm. and went straight to hang out with her friends with pee in her hair yep just down to the pool for girl talk with her friends yep she she lives in the building she could have gone and had a shower but no no she went down to the pool didn't even get in the pool sat there squeegeeing the pee pee out of her hair hoping mm-hmm. she didn't smell mm-hmm. and talked mm-hmm. about um men with bionic hips it was and... shirley who brought that up and margaret i think was talking about uh the man who had walked around with his half chub sticking out of his clothes which i so, can only assume is like 
what girl talk at the at the old folks home is. It's really girl talk anywhere. A, a lot of the time, you you share stories of your day, and these women are particularly randy, um, or like to talk about it, which is great because that's what we do right here on a podcast for you. But as they laugh and joke and talk about sex, Annabelle gets very morose and thinks about all the men that they have loved and lost. And that's really where we left it. That's exactly where we left it. Oh, Blake Lockhart, what are you doing to us? Well, let's find out what he's going to do next in Chapter 12. Now, this one starts off with an email. So in the interest of time and brevity, I won't read out the full... Oh, thank God. Yeah. I hate when audiobooks do that. Yes. So, to Annabelle, from Calvin, and it's 9 a.m. Subject, a show of trust. Which is not a golden shower, let me repeat. Let's find out. Share Annabelle, I mentioned the other day how I would like to demonstrate my trust. I have an assignment for you that will fully and deeply allow us to do this. A mutual show of trust to deliver us to a whole new level. Are you up for it? What could be worse than being peed on? It sounds like a mutual showing, so possibly peeing on each other? I just I thought they already did this. Like, I, don't I thought know. that he said this exact same thing yes. and then it, it was like, do you trust? It was like, I want to demonstrate my trust to you. I'm not sure why trust is all that important when technically she's just writing his memoirs. It's because he knows that she snooped. Yes. Now there is a P.S. A P.P.S.? (laughs) Just just P.S. on this one. I do not want to tell you how to do your job, but I did consult a series of rare encyclopedias with respect to our outstanding concern or our outstanding question concerning the spelling of the lost tribe of Jinshu in Southeast Vietnam. It is, in fact, spelled Ginsu with a silent H. Who would have figured? I suppose it would have been only polite to have the proper pronunciation before being sent over to exterminate their leader. Such is life. Blake really likes super random highly detailed pieces that have nothing to do with really the storyline or sex i mean i assume they have something to do with his background but really and like i'm concerned about calvin like make it a work email and then maybe talk about other stuff but like i think that having the important part which is a misspelling of a tribe in vietnam yeah, if, that's, if it's a work email. Yeah, put that up front. So, uh, Annabelle emails Calvin Black at 10.08 oh a.m. an Please hour later. It. Please don't say I love you. My dear Calvin. I'm already gagging. Of course I will. I would do anything for you, my love. It took her one sentence. It was a love pee. Took her one sentence. You know what? We're going to turn into a drinking game and drink every time she inappropriately loves him. Oh, that is a good game. <laughs> but there are some things we need to talk about. I have questions. I don't mean to dampen your spirits, 
but I really must have answers before I can move on, Annabelle. If you are concerned that the guy that you are sleeping with and also working for killed his ex-wife, like, don't worry about hurting his feelings. Like, you think Just that ask. he murdered someone. Yeah, so if you're going to let him put his dick in you, you're allowed to ask those things. Yeah. Now, she has a P.S. as well. P.S. I will make the corrections accordingly to the second chapter. Well, we're on the subject. The dates don't match for you to be participating in a break and enter for Richard Nixon while also delivering a shipment of arms to the rebels in Buenos Aires. We can figure this out in our next session. So she can, she is astute enough to figure out that dates in his way back mm-hmm. history don't match up. But she's not going to ask him. She can chronologically something. figure out a CIA exploits. I mean, I kind of okay. I kind of get the murder thing from the perspective of, you know, if if I was in an actual relationship and I really trusted the person, it might be awkward to bring up something that says I don't trust you. Yeah. But they barely know each other. There isn't a set. They haven't done their trust exercise yet. No, there's apparently no, there's more trusting that needs to be done. No, they haven't set some sort of baseline. So. Ask away. You know, it's a little bit different than asking about an ex. Yeah. If it's, did you murder your ex? True. But you could bring it up, like, so... What are they up were to today? Were you ever married before? Oh, oh, a tragic house fire with a baker. Did you start it? Interesting. I mean, he was allegedly a CIA operative. Yeah. If he's, if he's exterminating leaders of a Ginsu tribe in Vietnam. It's not a far stretch. So at 11.23, Calvin emails Annabelle back. What condescending thing does he say now? Annabelle. Oh, it started. I will, of course, bear my soul to you. Ew. But you must understand that I had a trust broken many years ago, and my heart is wounded yet. I trust you and your ability to heal me. Let's meet for a glass of wine at 4.15 today. I will be ready for your questions. And once I have satisfied your curiosity, we will play our trust game. P.S. An interesting side note. Richard Nixon used to masturbate to relieve stress. In fact, I saw with my own eyes as he slipped into the washroom of the Oval Office to have a quick tug just minutes before meeting Golda Meir. I don't know what a Golda Meir is. Probably should know. <laughs> Maybe it'll be really embarrassing if it's something historically important. It's probably important. something important. Or made up. Hard to tell. <clears throat> no. It's Blake Walker. All of these side facts are almost guaranteed to be <laughs> true. actual truths. He spent more time researching them than like how to properly execute a golden shower in his sex thriller. Apparently, it became quite a problem during the Watergate period. He was secretly treated by a dermatologist for overuse. Keep that to yourself. Wink, wink. Okay. You know what? I actually give a point to Annabelle in this one because that was a pretty soft email. Yeah. So she's all lovey-dovey, but, you know, if he's saying things like, oh, you're going to heal my broken heart, blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. Yeah, okay. He's kind of leading her on. A little bit. Like that, I could see how a girl could take that as like, I'm fixing something that's broken. He's now now fed into it. He hasn't until this point. He's now fed into it. So perhaps, perhaps he does have feelings as well. But 
he hasn't shown it until literally this email. <laughs> she writes him back, 1201. My dear Calvin, I look forward to our glass of wine and a chance to talk. Annabelle. I feel relieved already, knowing that Calvin is prepared to answer my questions. He has nothing to hide from me. Of course there is a perfectly good explanation for the room with the blue door, the scrapbook, and the science equipment. After all, as a former CIA agent, Calvin has had an extraordinary life. I sit back after hitting send and smile to myself. Oh, Annabelle, I think you and your overripe imagination. End of chapter. I don't think that getting one email about trust issues means that you should just wipe someone's slate clean. And that you assume he's going to be totally forthcoming about stuff that he had hidden away in a black seaman's chest in a private room with a blue door. Like, it's a lot to ask a person over a glass of wine, hey, are you, like, cooking meth in your apartment? And Shirley Murdoch says you're dealing drugs and talked about murder, and then I found an article about your possibly murdered ex-wife. She should just send him an email and bullet point all that. It would be less awkward. Yeah. For the sake of the novel, please mm -hmm. answer answer the following questions. I yeah. just... <sighs> we said last week that there were a lot of similarities between her and a 15-year-old. Yes. And there really, really are. Yes. Like, you just, you can't take someone at an email. No. And that's what I'm using for as their word. But Yeah. No. It... Or a text message. Or, no. Mm-hmm. And, and... Someone saying they'll tell you the truth doesn't mean that they will. Yeah, like a more appropriate reaction would be that she pressed sent and she was like, all right, I got to gear myself up for this glass of wine because I'm about to ask some pretty serious questions. Yeah. But now she, or get she already feels good about it. Oh, everything's fine. I have an overactive imagination. He said that he trusts me. Good. That, like, wait no. till the conversation. Anyway, we'll have to wait for the conversation. Yeah, so um, that's chapter 12. You can rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, you can join us on SoundCloud. You can email us at badpornobookclub at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram. BP, BC. Is that what it is? Is that how you say bad? Yeah. Yeah. Is that how you say the anagram for Bad Porno Book Club? It is. It is. Yeah. Um, thank you to everyone who has emailed us and rated us on iTunes. Um, if you send any good ones, maybe we'll read them out on the air. So, you know, a little incentive. Even if you send us bad ones, we're always looking for feedback. So let us know. Um, and join us next week for lucky number 13. Hope it's a good one. I hope so too. Bye. Bye.